Hello friends and thank you very much indeed for tuning in. Welcome back to the Educators Running Club podcast. My name is Paul. Thank you for joining us here today. You are very, very welcome. We start the podcast uh, this episode with a bit of a good news, bad news uh, situation. I'll start with the good news. Um, the good news is we've got a special guest for the first time on the podcast today. It's someone that we've talked about an awful lot uh, on Strava and on Twitter and on the website. Uh, it's the magnificent coach the man who started as running in the first place. So you'll very soon hear a conversation that me and Matthew had with him um, about whether or not we can do our massive big project ERC GNR 2023. And the mention of that project brings me to the bad news, which, uh, I mean, you know, if, if we were scripting this as a, as a drama to pitch to Netflix... This is exactly what we would include. Um, to add drama, to add a bit of stirring narrative and, and complication to proceedings. Basically, um, Matthew is uh, injured, or has been injured. Uh, he was injured once, and then he was injured again. Now, some of this we touch upon in the interview with Coach, because the interview takes place between injuries. Um, just to clarify exactly what this, this young man did to himself... Um, he was wearing a popular brand of relaxing footwear that you slip onto your feet and it's not an alligator, it's the other one. Um, I avoid mentioning them because Matthew blames the footwear for his injury. I don't think we can get away with that without being sued by a major footwear manufacturer. So he was wearing these comfortable slip-on shoes in a country park somewhere in the north of England and uh, he lost his balance and fell over and his ankle became bigger than it perhaps should be. So that put him out of action for a little bit. Then, uh, just after the interview with the coach, I think, he um, stopped to say hello to a goat. Matthew loves animals. Um, Animals love him. But on this occasion, his love for animals ah, dealt him a a bad hand, uh, he said hello to the goat and in the process of saying hello to the goat he fell over and he injured exactly the same ankle. Matthew went to A&E, it's a sprain um, they advised rice, rest, ice, compression elevation, oh I remembered that I'm quite happy with myself uh, for remembering that um, and he's on the road to recovery but it's a little obstacle we didn't need so one of the things that we'll speak about with the coach is how we can get this young man better and whether this is going to be a big problem in terms of us running 21, 21.1k in September. So I'll introduce the coach a little bit before we meet him. He's the man without whom ERC wouldn't exist. He's the man who, uh, I wrote this in, in uh, Like the Wind magazine, uh, excellent running magazine which featured in a very recent issue a four-page profile of Educators Running Club. Uh, and we spoke to Coach Yates and we said, look, can we start running? And he just went, yeah, of course you can. And and the fact that somebody was positive enough to say, yes, of course you can, was kind of enough to get us going in the first place. And I think that's often all you need, really. Um, so he said yes, and he coached us a little bit, hence the name. He's famous for coaching people. And we carried on with his support and with his encouragement and we formed Educators Running Club partly because of him. He, What he doesn't know about running is not worth knowing. 
he has run more park runs than, well, anyone, I think. He loves park run so much, which comes across in the interview, I think. But what he, he really is very, very, very good at is making sure that people understand running is for absolutely everybody. He's brilliant at that, the coach. Um, so I'll stop talking about him, uh, and I will let you hear from the coach himself. Right, we're here with Matthew. How are you, Matthew? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. How's your day been? Okay. Uh, spoiler alert, it's not just me and you. It's a special guest. Who is our special guest for the day? The coach himself. I mean, how exciting is that? Hi, coach. Hi, Paul. You right? How's Matthew? You right, Matthew? I'm good. Thank Excellent you. stuff. I was expecting rounds of applause and that big fanfare because the coach is here. Yeah, well, next time, right? We'll, 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll park it in. Um, right, coach. Why are you the coach? Why am I the coach? I ask myself that question on a regular every basis. Every time you speak to these two idiots, you think, <laughs> why? Well, every time I see Matthew, you just goes, hello, coach. Um, why am I the coach? I think as part of Matthew's journey and the yes. journey of ERC when we first started the idea, um, I was the expert, according to you lot, because according to you guys, I've done a million park runs. Yep. It's actually 309 or 310, but we'll get to that one. It's still um, quite a lot. It's it? still quite a lot, I know. I know, it's, it's a bit of a milestone this week as well, so it'll be my 300th park run just at Scunthorpe this week. Good Lord. So that's, that's quite a lot, I know. Um, so it was, because I'd done a lot of running and we were using it as a journey to get people healthy and help people's mental health and that sort of stuff, I was the man who sort of you came to because I'd done lots of running and kind of came up with ideas and ways to run and different things to do. So, and we appreciate it's, it's, it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whatever, however, we injure ourselves in September at the Great North Run essentially is your fault, right? Yeah, but I can watch it on telly and laugh, can't I? Yeah, that seems like a good idea. That's what the yeah. nation's waiting to do, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, pretty much exactly that. We came to you. I remember coming to you and saying, "Can we do this?" And by that, this I mean running, and you were yeah. supportive and positive, and you said yes. And we did lots of running around the school fields, yep. and onto the playground, and all that sort of stuff. And then we got a little bit of a little community together, didn't we? Yep. Us Thank three, us three, and then we added a few more people, and then we've expanded internationally. We are international, right? Uh, America, Dubai, Canada, um, Doncaster. Lancashire. Every, every, literally everywhere. Um, right, so th- this podcast, Coach, is about this young man, Matthew, and his journey to do a half marathon, specifically the Great North Run. You've done half marathons. I have. How um, many? I have to work it out from my head. I think it's about six. I think about six off the top is of my head. Is that just this morning? Or? <laughs> yeah, the last, the last six days I've done one every, every day, you know. Um, yeah, I've done, about, I've done about six in total um, over the years. Right. So part of my journey was I had a bit of an inj- a back injury playing from playing rugby. Um, was told I couldn't play rugby or contact sports any, anymore. So it was like, what am I going to do? So I got into triathlon via that because... Somebody I coach will be with. I do other coaching other than running coaching. Such you know. a coach, isn't it? Coach. Multi-coach. Multi-coach. Like um, he was doing triathlons and they had one locally from where we are in Brig. And I had to go with that. So then I got into the running because yeah, you know, the last bit of a triathlon is doing some running. So I got into that, got a group of friends from that um, in terms of doing part run. And they did things like half marathons. So I did a nine miler to start with and then I did the North Links half marathon in 2015 I think the first Good one Lord. was 
on a very wet May bank holiday. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the weather for, for that sort of thing. But yeah, that was my first one. Um, so I did that and I did it for three years in a row. And then I've done a couple of other the trail half marathons Ooh. called they're called the gruesome twosome. Oh, it's not sorry. these two lovely people I'm sat next I was to. Say, <laughs> that me and Matthew have been talking about. Um, so it's a it's a trail half marathon you do in pairs. So you run with a partner. Um, I mean, that feels like our next challenge. Well, you it? can do it. They do a 10K version because That's it's, it's quite <laughs> hilly. Um, it's oh. out towards um, your end of the world. Uh, it's, oh, by the coast. By, it's the, by the coast, yeah. It's a, a place between um, Grimsby and Caister. A uh, little village called Swallow. It's where, about all around on the walls, on the walls up there. So you do about a thousand feet of climbing in the half marathon. I mean, that's all very well, but Matthew's face when you said hilly. Yeah. Uh, you, you turned he, a funny colour then. Don't do hilly. It's an even do. funnier colour when he said climbing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so how the, what I'm interested in, the step up from the 5Ks and 10Ks you were doing to a half marathon, how was that? How did that feel? It, it, it was, could I do it? That was the first question. Yep. And because I'd got that sort of group of friends via doing doing the Saturday mornings at Park Run, they, they'd all done half marathons and marathons themselves. So it was very much, I'd got a group of people who worked with me. So it would be, we went from, you know, maybe running on a Wednesday night and a Saturday morning. So we ended up doing Sunday mornings as well. So on a Sunday morning, we'd meet up. You don't have to meet early like we did. You know, Matthew, really? you know, because we used to meet about quarter past eight on a, on a, oh. on a Sunday morning. You, you, just don't know, is it? You, Paul, yep. you, Paul, you'd be happy with that. It'd be later, too I late for you. Before breakfast. Yeah, please. before breakfast. Yeah. So we used to meet about quarter past eight and we'd go and do a long run. So initially it was sort of 10K distance. And then over time we built it, built up to seven, eight, nine, ten miles. We never ran the full half marathon before half marathon. I think the most we ever did was probably about 11 miles before we actually did the real thing. Because actually, in terms of your training, um, if you can get to 10 miles, it's actually in that, the last three is more mental than anything else. It's, it, you've got the fitness in the tank to get through. Okay, that's interesting. Because we've spoken about thinking we need to get to the stage of being able to do a half marathon yeah. before we do it. You're saying not to do yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's my, my experience. Some people would probably say, some people would advise maybe to run the full thing. But from my experiences, me doing it, I never ran the full distance before my first one. Okay, and your first one was an organised race? Yeah, yeah, they're all organised races. So obviously locally, North Lincolnshire's got quite a reputation in terms of the half marathon because it's flat and friendly. That's what they put it out as. Flat and friendly. Flat and friendly. Um, and it's seen as quite a good PB course because there's not a lot of climbing on it uh, in, in the whole thing. So the first year I did it, 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 was, ni- it was nice in terms of it was flat, the horrible bit was it was wet on a May, May bank holiday. It's now they moved it to March now. It was even colder. Um, but we did finish in the mighty Lamford Park in the first one. Yes, that home was an of whatever league Scunthorpe United playing now. Yeah, yeah, uh, the level six or whatever they're going to be in. Or yeah, yeah. But, so we finished that first two years, and then we moved to the Athletic Stadium in Scunthorpe, which is is that's a nice finish as well because you finish the last two hundred and fifty meters on a track, which is quite bouncy and it feels nice on the last last bit you're doing because i think for, for matthew here the, the crowd the energy the 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 fuss and and the drama of the day is gonna you're making a face but i think that's gonna see you through do you not agree matthew uh not thought about it 
I, but I'm more I, thinking about the playlist will get me through. Yeah, the playlist part will get you through. I've got more but, of a playlist than Miles on Feet. This is the, uh, the thing that yeah. people keep telling Matthew and me, time on feet. Time on feet. And I think, I think one of the things is, you, you've got in your head, you might have in your head and think, I want to finish, or we want to finish, because I'm sure we can run together. That's the plan, right? That's the plan. No. 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 Is that not the plan? 25 minute 5k, 41 minute 5k. Right. Over so, Easter, we went for a run. We did. I say a run, I plodded along heavy breathing while he ran backwards talking to me. I feel you would be severely held back if we ran together. Right, but that, that's your current position on the journey, isn't it? True. You know, if you get some training in, and that's what you need to be doing, because obviously you are how many weeks away? Because you guys will know exactly how many weeks away you are. Well, well it's about, well, you'd think we would, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, September sometime. It's about to be May, and we need to be able to do this on the 10th of September. Right, so, so you're talking May, June, July, August. So you're talking about 15 weeks. It's not long. No, but, <laughs> it isn't long. But, but it is about, as you've said, time on feet. So, you know, it isn't about how quick you're going, for you, Matthew. It's how much time you're spending doing it. Because actually, the longer you, the more time you spend, at, even at a slower pace, the more engine you're building. You're building up that capacity to be able to do it. And actually, once you get once you get to four, five, six, seven, whatever kilometres you're going to get, because you have to get up towards at least sixteen, I would say, kilometres. Once you've done that, a few, you know, the sixteen we probably well, you would probably run maybe once or twice. The other ones where you're talking about maybe twelve k or ten k's or fourteen k's, you're going to do it a few times. And the more you do that, the more your body will adapt to it. And all of a sudden you'll think, well, actually, this is easy. So your actual pace will change. Your effort will not, but your, your pace will change because you, 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 your body's adjusting to it and you, you sort of, you, your cardiovascular, I'm going, or posh PE, will adapt and improve because of it. Because, Matthew, you're running how many K currently? Well, I was doing three a day until the incident. The inc- explain to our listeners what the incident is, please. That a certain fashionable pair of footwear crippled me. That's a question in itself. <laughs> you know, that's a question in itself. A pair of footwear that is lazy, because you can just slide them on your feet and not worry. Right, we've got to be careful here, because we don't want to be sued by the makers of this brand of footwear. Basically, you fell over, didn't you? Because of the footwear. Because yes. of the footwear. And this has limited your running... When do you estimate you're going to get back on your feet? Pass. Coach, when should he get back on his feet? That's a good question. What about how much pain are you in with it at the moment? A lot. Lots. He says, he says with, his, with it on, on, the lay, on, on, on a table and, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... Particularly when I get home after work and take my shoe off. Yeah. I mean, that's an image for everyone yeah. to, to picture, isn't it? My question would be, what have you done to help it so far? Ice. Right, that's it. Ice and tablets. And elevation and that sort of stuff. Oh, have yeah. You, have you had any sort of strapping or anything on it? No. So, you know, it might be initially getting something to support your ankle and then <coughs> starting back doing a walk and then see how that feels and then building up from that to, to the, the old, the old favourite back then when we first started, sort of that walk, jog, walk, jog, jog thing. Um, to get us doing because actually 
any movement's good movement. So even if you're going out for a walk and you can't run, it's still a good thing. Time and I'd say that to all yeah. the, not the viewers, I was about to say viewers, listeners. all the listeners, all the ERCers out yeah. there, yeah, that, you know, with an injury, you can still do things. You just gotta, you just gotta work back slowly and get yourself to where you are. So I need to track my walk, so I know how much I am walking. I think you do, I think that it's- I need to track running, but I do go for walk. Right, but you can do that on Strava. So on your on your watch, whatever you use, what are you using watch? Oh no, we can't say because it's about it's about brands, isn't it? They'll they'll flood so in with product. Whatever, what what the, whatever GPS system you're using, my phone currently. Your phone on Strava, you can set it to a walk. So when you when you click in your activity, you can scroll down and put it as a walk. Right. There's a big question I want to ask you, right? And and in terms of that, I think that's great advice that we keep stuff on Strava, even if you're walking, Matthew. Makes you accountable. Makes, makes everybody accountable. And in terms of being accountable, we've set up a just giving account for this endeavor. We're telling people about it constantly. Coach, do you believe that we can actually do this? Yeah, of course you can. Oh, that was a good answer. I enjoyed that. Everybody can. Everybody can. It's just, you've, got to, you've got to be realistic about what you want from it. You've got to put in the, the work to get there. So there's no point in saying, all of a sudden, you, you guys going, I'm going to do a one, one hour 30 that marathon because that's not what okay. they're about however it might be in terms of i want to finish that half marathon that's the first yep. that's your first that's goal i want to finish it you might then along the journey then go actually i want to set another target and it might be i want to finish it in a certain time so my first half marathon i knew where i was at and i'd set myself a goal time around but i was realistic and set myself a slightly, you know, if I'm going to say I want to do one hour 30, actually you set yourself at one hour 35, because actually you make it more realistic as a time, as a target. And if you, once you smash that, you feel really good about yourself. It's, a, it's not just about the physical thing, it's also about looking after yourself and being realistic, but also giving yourself a pat on the back for doing really well. I think the pats on the back are really important, and I think realistically, Matthew, we've got to pat ourselves on the back for even doing this. Yeah, and, and that sounds slightly arrogant, but I think ultimately we could not have done this. How long does it normally take for one to do a half marathon? An average, but yeah, that's not something. Don't dwell on that. Oh, I, I, I would dwell on, can I do this? And if I can do it, and as as Paul said at the start, you've not really thought about the crowds and the and the experience stuff like that. The Great Northland, I've never run it, and, and you know some of the lads I run with who were on my Strava, been yep. in the tea. Um, I think Trevor's done it at least 10 times. Wow. At least, at least, and, and, and jumped in the Great North Run. And it is, like, it is like the London Marathon for half marathons. You know what I mean? Even this weekend, you've got London Marathon, and you've got massive crowds. And actually, people who do it, and there's a few people that I know have done it. Um, I wouldn't do it myself, I'm not that mad. Um, <laughs> But I, mean, I don't know if I, I'm, I like hearing that. <laughs> You're not mad enough to do it, but apparently we are. No, no, the, the full one. marathon. Not oh, a full, a full one. one. Ah, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Full one, not the half. Right, um, okay. I'd, I'd still probably do another half at some point in my life. Um, but, you know, it, when you talk to people who've done London, it is about that atmosphere. And when you talk to people about the Great North Run, it's the atmosphere which gets you through. Particularly, you will have bits where you'll find it harder and you think, so, I'm, I'm not sure, can I can I, can I, can I do it? And if you've got a big crowd like that, even local races, 
you know, I, I, my last one I did, I walked a part of it because I'd, I'd got a bit of an injury, but there's people encouraging you and going, go on and stuff like that. And when you get to the end and you've got a bigger crowd, it's like, oh, I've got to, I've, I'm going to go. The other thing you can say is, You've been in the same race as some amazing people, you know. Even both, like Matthew and Paul. But, you know, you, you've been in the same race as, say, Mo Farrell runs it. You've done the same course. You've done the same race as him on the same day, right? He's, he's miles away than everybody else, but you've been in that same competition as him. I mean, and we'll not give him a run for his money, won't we? Yeah, yeah. Makes him on the start line, I imagine. To yeah, chip him up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Get him to practice, have some protein, as he used to say. Yes. <laughs> so, ultimately... Um, you're talking about the fact that time on feet is still important. Yes. There's a mental battle here. Yeah, it's, it's about knowing that you can do it. Because there will be times where you think it's hard. And it's just getting through that in your head. Yeah, I, th- I think th- yeah, the mental battle is every bit as difficult here, isn't it? But yeah. that's also with the training. It's, it's getting yourself... You could, for me, you could do a half marathon training three times a week. But you've got to make the training quality for you at the time you know so it, you know it's it's different ways of doing it. some people go I'll go out and do a 10k well actually instead of doing a 10k say yourself I'm going to go out and do a half an hour so you go out for 15 minutes and you come back or you might when you want to be do a longer distance one I'm going to go out for an hour so it's not the distance you're doing it's the time initially it's your time when yeah. you're getting further down the line it might be well actually I need to look at distances you know, and getting into a routine. You know, as as Paul always, you know, talks about, I go on about partnering. He's, I'm, not, I'm probably evangelical about it, but you get doing something like that every week so you get a routine. And I think you, that idea about and, going out and doing yeah. a certain amount of time is brilliant. Mm, yeah. Not worrying about, oh, is it a five or a Come ten on. or whatever. But let's think about it. We've run as a group, and we're running a slightly bigger group than us three. I always find that more enjoyable than running by myself. Would you agree, both of you? I think it can be very enjoyable, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because uh, I think there's that accountability thing of yeah. I don't want to stop running when everyone else is, is yeah. going. And when we are surrounded by how many thousand people? 60? Yeah. I, we don't want to be the two that are going, nah, oh, I'm done now. I'm out. I don't think yeah. we want to do that, do we? Right. Especially not when you're wearing your super sexy dog's thrust running top. <laughs> which I is it a nice yellow? It is. It oh, is on right. him. Honestly, he is so handsome in this. It's, it's insane. What, what, what are you wearing? What's your charity uh, well, I want, choice? I mean, I can't compete with that. Dog's trust. Let's be, well, cha- certainly that's the same charity, but I can't compete with how good this boy looks in, in his kit. Matthew, we're running out of time. Any questions you want to ask the coach about your training plan, your hopes for the future? What's the trial for? A triathlon. <laughs> you never watched it in the Olympics. Triathlon oh. is a swim, a bike, and a run after each other. So I've only ever done the short, shortest distances of ones. But yeah, you can go from what I did, which was a 400 metre swim, 20k bike, 5k run, up to where you've got Ironman. So the Ironman ones are 2.3 mile swim, 100, about 150 miles on the bike, followed by a full marathon. And you don't have a break in between. Well, you do have a break, but you do not all on the same day. Oh. I mean, it's at this point that I wish we were doing a video podcast because your face, Matthew, then <laughs> well, was absolutely super. Do you not fancy that? No. No. You like swimming? It was more than a 150 mile bike and then a marathon. Yeah, but you, so that you, is you biking start... to London to do the London Marathon for us. Is that right? About 150 miles? No, it's further than that. 
He's definitely not a geography teacher, is he? <laughs> no, he's, at the moment, he's a very frightened boy. <laughs> yeah. um, look, I really appreciate you speaking to us, Coach. That's brilliant. You've been supporting us every step of, of what you correctly referred to as our running journey. We really do appreciate it. We genuinely wouldn't be here without the coach, would we? I think. No. Um, and we are going to do this. We're going to do it partly again because of your support. We appreciate it. Number one running tip before we finish for anybody who's thinking about... Uh, starting brand new, fresh, like we were a couple of years ago. Number one tip. Number one tip. Go out and enjoy it. Go out and enjoy it. Go out and enjoy it. That's. I think it's the number one tip. Just getting out there and enjoying it. Because you can look at all the stuff on Google and everything, all these training plans, and it can get quite daunting. But at the end of the day, just, go, just get out on your feet. Find some work, you know, like-minded people if you don't want to do it by yourself, and just go and do it. You know, it's easy. Running's one of the best things in the world in terms of you need a pair of trainers, something to wear, and you can go out your front door and do it. You don't have to join anything. But so you can join ERC. VRC. You can join ERC, VRC. Well, you know, you must join ERC, <laughs> VRC. Excellent. As, 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 we, as we say. But yeah, you know, it's, it's, it becomes a, a lifestyle, I think, in the, in the end, when you get used to doing it. That's amazing. Thank you ever so much. Matthew, anything else from you? No. Brilliant. Uh, thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, chaps. Love and, you, bye. And all the listeners. <laughs> so there he is. That's the coach. What an inspirational man. We'll be hearing more from the coach um, intermittently as our project continues. Matthew is very much on the mend. The next podcast, we will update you 100% as to how on the mend he is. Myself, uh, I'm on a dog walk uh, as I record this. I thought I'd do... Uh, this this bit of the podcast out in the open air because that seems logical for a, a club that's based very much on outdoor activity and of course any activity that you do for ERC and our virtual running club the ERC VRC earns you 100 bonus points at some point we'll figure out what you can exchange those bonus points for there must be some sort of club card loyalty scheme that we can put together so I guess we're nearly done because that interview was quite long, wasn't it? <laughs> so, as is to be expected, really, because of the passion um, that coach has for running. And I think he has a sizable investment in Matthew um, succeeding in this great North Run endeavour. I think that the coach Yateses of this world are to be celebrated. The, the people in the staff room who have been at a school for quite some time have a few stories to tell. Um, I think seek them out, seek their wisdom and listen to them speak. I've met a number of these characters um, over my time in education. Um, the first gentleman of this nature, this raconteur type that I met was a chap called Mel who would know every line of Hamlet and would occasionally quote a line from Hamlet and kind of say, don't you agree, Paul? isn't it? And I'd go, yeah, absolutely. And just enjoy the fact that he was assuming I was as intelligent as he was. And I wasn't, of course, I didn't know the reference, um, but I was delighted that he thought I might. Sometimes he'd quote a line of Hamlet. It's oh well, act one, scene three, line, duh, 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 isn't it, Paul? And I'd go, yeah, of course it is, man. Absolutely. Because I just wanted him to like me. and I wanted him to think I was clever. And he would often tell stories about how things used to be. And he would hum and whistle to himself in the corner of the staff room and he would read The Guardian. This was the days where you could read The Guardian in the course of the breaks 
during the day of teaching, which is absolutely unthinkable these days. You've barely got time to open the Guardian app these days, never mind reading an actual printed newspaper. Um, and after Mel, I remember spending a lot of time with a chap called Clive, who was a school librarian, kind of gentleman who wore yellow suit trousers tied up with a rope instead of a belt, which I always found to be a very charming way of presenting himself and he would always talk about poetry when everyone else was talking about <laughs> a bad lesson they'd had or um, whatever reality television Clive would always insist on talking about poetry and, and about various different stories of various different young people and, and adults that he'd worked with over the years and he would sit down and tell us these stories in a way that my friend called Jack and Ori for grown-ups which is a perfect description of it where you get two people who are qualified in their profession but have so much to learn as we did and still do able to listen to a gentleman with life experiences beyond ours who is willing to tell us about those life experiences in witty, engaging style Uh, Clive is no longer with us Um, I still have some of his books that he gave me before he died. Um, They have postcards in them from the places he bought them. Um, And they often have a special kind of dedication in them. Something to do with a bit of the book that he liked or a poem that he especially enjoyed reading aloud. And he was the king of reading aloud. He taught people to play chess. He would say each name on the register in a different, unique and slightly silly way. And doing so would take about 20 minutes of a lesson. But everybody who worked with him would remember him as being just such a a knowledgeable, interesting man who provided us with many, many moments of Jack and Ori for grown-ups. The coach is a bit like that. There will be one in a staff room near you. I implore you to seek them out. Talk to them about something. Anything that isn't the usual. Ask them what they've done. Ask them where where they've been. Ask them about their yellow trousers. Ask them anything you want. But spend a bit of time with these characters because we need them now, possibly more than ever. I think we're just about done. As I say, the coach has taken up the majority of the time of our podcast. But thank you ever so much for tuning in. We will be back very, very soon with more running talk and more news of Matthew's injury. And I hope he doesn't get injured again. If he avoids slip-on shoes and goats, all should be well, I hope. I'm going to finish my dog walk and I'm going to ask you to stay in touch through a variety of different means. Educatorsrunningclub.com at WeAreERC on Twitter. Most importantly, strava.com slash clubs slash ERC VRC is where you will find full updates on all the things that me and Matthew are doing when our ankles work properly. If you're able to sponsor us for doing the Great North Run, uh, justgiving.com slash ERC GNR. I think I've missed a bit of that, but I'll put the full uh, website address in the description for this show whatever you're doing folks get out there enjoy yourself make the most of it speak to the characters and do stuff 
that makes you happy. Until next time we are together, please do take care of yourselves and each other. In a bit, athletes. <laughs>